PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, everybody. Welcome in. How are you guys doing? Hopefully, you guys are enjoying yourselves, having a great week, are staying healthy, and having a smile. Wherever you guys are at, you're listening in the car, in your shop, or just hanging out at home. Man, I am glad we're here together. I am your host, Chris Kiefer, and this is the RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and, of course, Racetech. You guys want to do some shopping? You need some stuff for your bike? RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and, of course, street bikes. Low prices, always low prices, unparalleled customer service and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks ground shipping over 75 bucks is free it's so so damn easy why you guys should be clicking on keferinktesting.com right now or after this episode whatever click on keferink testing and then click on that rmatvmc banner on the top of my homepage that's right it's that little white bar on the top Click that, and that'll take you to their website, and then do your shopping, and what that does, it helps me continue this show, uh, it keeps Heather happy, uh, keeps the lights on in the house, it just shows these guys that you like this show, that you're listening, uh, that you appreciate it, and it's all because of them, so please do that, and it helps us out huge, so thank you for the guys and gals that have been doing that, it's really, really appreciated over here at the Kiefer household, so thank you guys. Of course, FXR Racing. Did you guys get it? Did ya? Did you get the Kiefer Inc. Testing Limited Edition FXR Helium Gear? Well, if you didn't, it's mostly sold out, but there is some sizes available. You can go to fxrracing.com. If not, order some other helium gear. There's a lot of different choices. Great colors, okay? There's not one set in this helium line of gear that I do not like. And usually there's always one or two that I'm like, eh, I'm not really into, but... Right now, Helium line of gear is getting ready to go on, uh, actually getting ready to get shipped. So it's on pre-sale. So you can go to fxrracing.com. Use the code KKMX. That's right, KKMX35. That'll save you 30% off your order. That's right, gear, helmets, goggles, boots, whatever FXR has over there. This code is awesome. These guys support this show. They support me, and the gear is unbelievable. So if you guys don't want Helium, the Revo line is coming out soon. And, of course, the Podium line just got announced last week. You can see those guys like Mumford, Cody Shock, and a lot of other guys out there racing the Outdoor Nationals in that gear. What's cool, though, is that Team Honda Chaparral, or sorry, Team Chaparral Honda team will be wearing my gear, I think, at the Paula round. So I'm excited about that. So excited to see the white gear on the red bikes. That'll look sharp. And uh, thank you for those people that have purchased it and sent me uh, DMs and photos of you wearing it. I really appreciate it. It gets me excited, makes me smile seeing it, and uh, it's just a surreal feeling. So thank you to everyone that has done that. Last but not least, the great guys, the great human beings, and, of course, Chris Riesenberg at Racetech. 
Man, they do a great job on suspension. They just did this Kawasaki that we're going to talk about today last year in 2021. They did that set of suspension for me, and they do engine service. They do a lot of things over there. Andrew is a wizard uh, with ECU tuning. I just came to find this out not too long ago in the past year or so. So uh, if you guys are looking to get an ECU tune or engine or suspension done, head over to Racetech. Email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com. I will get you a discount code. Um, you can order that through sales at racetech.com, and we'll get you on, on down the road and uh, loving your bike even more. So thank you. Uh, shout out to all of my advertisers and sponsors and the people that I love and believe in in this show. Uh, Power Motorsports, you want a KTM, you want a Kawasaki. Hmm. 2022 KX450 Talk right now. You want one of those? You know the email? Email me, and I'll get you in contact with David over there and get you the best deal possible. I purchased a bike just recently through them and had it shipped through Moto Shippers, and it's, it's awesome. It works great. Uh, Works Connection, Eric and the guys over there, man, great products. Um, getting ready to get my uh, new 2022 Hondas here. Uh, of course, you're going to have a Works Connection uh, clutch perch and lever on the 250 that we're going to put on. Ride Engineering, Adrian does a lot of good things. We're doing some triple clamp testing tomorrow. Uh, Chevrolet of Colleen, you want to get a Chevy. I don't care if you don't live in Texas. It doesn't matter. Uh, we got our Chevy Blazer through them. They do great, great things over there. So hit me up if you want a deal. Pro Taper 6D, Oregon Old Timers Association, Long Motos, great guys. I'm doing a garage build for those guys next week. Uh, it's going to be a fun off-roadish slash moto build. So you guys should be excited about that. But go visit those guys, OregonOldTimers.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com is where we get all of our shirts. And, of course, you want some shirts. Uh, Heather at KeyForInkTesting.com. We have a bunch of merch. Show your support. Rep some Key for Ink stuff. Uh, if you're a dude, chicks love it. Trust me. They love it. If you're a dude listening to this, buy a shirt. She'll be like, oh, my God, it's so thin. And it's like, it's just like a metrosexual shirt. It's so nice. It fits good. Good shirts. Screenprintingdone.com. Dunlop. Get yourself a Dunlop. Uh, Dunlop is... Uh, Man, the MX-12. So a lot of people ask me about the Dunlop MX-12. It's a paddle. Um, I run it at Glen Helen. People freak out on me. It works well in a, in, a, in a wide range of conditions. You'd be surprised how well it does work on some hard pack. And um, I'm going to go into a podcast about tire rubber and the compounds and things here pretty soon. Um, I met with a couple guys um, from different, all you know, a couple different tire manufacturers, and I thought it, was a, it would be a good pod, podcast for you guys out there, the consumer. So uh, DunlopMotorcycleTire.com, um, big fan of the MX3S33 combo, so that's what we're running right now. And uh, Plum Creek Funding, you want to get your house refied or you need a loan, Zach over there at Plum Creek Funding is great. Um, you can always email me. I'll get you in contact with Zach, get you down the road with that. And last but not least, Blood Lubricants. You guys can order a case of oil, 25% off with the code Kiefer over at BloodLubricants.com. Even throws in some little goodies with the box. Great oil. Um, we're going to be running that oil in this KX450 that we're going to talk about today. So how are you guys doing? Six minutes worth of uh, just jibber-jabber, but I appreciate you guys hanging tough with me. Thank you guys for listening with Coffee with the Kiefers last week. Uh, we took a week off from Kiefer Tested to get some new shows up and going. We have 22s on deck. Lots of, uh, man, there's lots of stuff coming down the pipe. So we had Kawasaki today. We got Yamaha to, uh, Friday, YZ450, 250 Friday. If you guys are listening to this, you know, current current status this week. Uh, the following week, we're going to have 450 Honda Talk. 
I'm going to revisit the 250. So we're going to have shows upon shows upon shows coming up. Just bam, 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 22 talk. And yes, people have been up my ass about shootouts. So I've been working uh, on an angle to start doing the shootouts again, but not your typical shootout. So uh, last time we had a head-to-head version, and that um, head-to-head winner went on to the next round. We're going to do something a little bit different. So maybe, um, I know some of you guys say, what about light builds on these 450s, 250s, whatever it is? Maybe it's a pipe, bars, just some little things that we could add on to the bike. And if it makes it better, um, does it actually uh, make the bike rank up in the shootout? So maybe we'll do something like that. Uh, maybe we'll go to different tracks. Uh, I'm just kind of burnt out on the same shit. I'm sure you guys are too, man. Like I click on these shootouts, and, and I do, and I watch all these things. Nothing bad against these other media outlets. It's just the same fucking thing every fucking year. Every year, it's the same thing. Like, yes, you want to get the information about a bike, but I want to be entertained a little bit. I want to be like, okay, it's... And, and you guys listening on the East Coast, you get pissed off because it's like fucking West Coast tracks. It's not the same. I, li- I ride and live in soft dirt. What about that? And these other media outlets can't tell you. Because they're doing the shootouts here at Glen Helen and State Fair and Paris and, uh, you know, Paula and all these other tracks. So um, I'm going to try, really try hard. It's busy. And I always open my mouth first. shouldn't say always, but uh, I like to please you guys out there. So I really want to do all these different kind of things. It's tough being, um, uh, I guess, me, me running this whole business pretty much by myself. It's tough for me to leave at extended periods of time and get these things that I would love to do done and uh, get that information out for you. But I, I'm just tired of the excuses from myself, and I think uh, it's time to just, just do something different. So we skipped shootouts last year, and uh, I really want to bring it back. I'm going to try to bring Racer X involved. I do not know if Davey wants to do that or not. He's not a huge shootout guy, but if not, we'll do the Kiefer Inc. testing side, and we'll do a video on Kiefer Inc. testing. So, um yeah, I just want to try to do something different and keep you guys motivated about dirt bikes and uh, more informed. And I listen to what you guys want. Uh, I hear what you guys are saying through my email. Um, I'm at the tracks a lot. So I try to do what I can to evolve and listen to what you guys want to know about making bikes better, what bike to purchase. So that's my goal here to try to do that in 2022 to make stuff stuff a little bit different and fun for you guys to listen to and watch. So um, again, racerxonline.com if you guys want to see the video side of this podcast. Uh, but I brought Gary Sutherland with me today. We went to Glen Helen. Look, uh, if you guys are clicking on this podcast, you're thinking, oh, what the fuck is he going to say about a 2022 KX450 that I do not already know? Probably not much. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm 10 minutes in this podcast, and you'll be like, hey, uh, well, what are you going to say, Kiefer? Look, I'm going to run down the things that I know about this bike. I'm going to give you the reasons why this bike is good for could be good for you and the reasons why maybe it's not good for you. I'm going to try to really just lay it out there for you guys uh, because a KX450 is a good option for a lot of different types of riders. Um, in the video with Gary today, if you guys are familiar with Gary Sutherland, he's a 2017 AMA National Heron Hound Champion and works champion. So uh, since then, of course, life happens in, in, in all of us. Uh, he won championships, and they didn't get a ride next year, and just at a kind of snowball, and he got hurt. And, you know, life slaps you in the face. And Gary had to get a job. He had another kid. Um, great guy. Um, he's a heavier dude, about 200 pounds. So I feel like he's a good um, organic opinion for you guys. So that's why I brought him along on this Racer X video. 
Uh, he has been in charge of my KX450X, the off-road model. Gary hauls ass on moto, at moto and in off-road. So I thought, why not have him uh, for a second opinion? I'm not going to sit here and tell you Gary's the greatest test rider because he's not. But he, there is one thing about Gary uh, that's that I love, and it's he is very black and white. There is no bullshit. So I can respect that. I like that, and that goes along with everything uh, that I agree with here at Kiefer Inc. Testing. So, um, so yeah, we uh, we we spent about four and a half hours at Glen Helen on a bike that I'm very familiar with. Um, if you guys are wondering how many hours we did put on the 2021 bike. I shared that with my buddy, Matt Servog, and it, it's about 45 hours. So I would say at least 50% of that is mine, and 50% of that was his. Uh, we split that, and I had a lot of good days riding the KX. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it is my favorite machine, because it's not. Uh, I tell the Cowies guy, Cowie guys, like, look, it's nothing that I hate about this motorcycle. There's not one thing that I'm like, I'm out. And if I could give you guys an example of something that I hate about a motorcycle, um, okay, there's some, I, I hate the rigidity of like a 2020 Honda 450. Hated it. I loved a lot of other things about it, but the rigidity on that Honda just forced me not to ride it as much. I would go to certain days on the track, and I'd feel good when it's soft, and then I would just be like, I don't want to ride this thing because it's June in Southern California, and it's baked out, and it doesn't feel good. So... I can honestly sit here and say that on this KX, there's not one thing that I just hate. There is a couple things that I don't like, and we'll cover those things. But this bike does a lot of it that I expect from a motorcycle, a lot of it good. Okay, It's like vanilla ice cream. It's not exciting. You're like not stoked to eat vanilla ice cream, but you're not going to throw it away. Someone offers you some vanilla ice cream, you're like, sure, I'll take some vanilla ice cream. Same with the Kawasaki. That is the Kawasaki KX450. It's like vanilla ice cream. I'm not going to turn it down. I'm not going to be like, I don't want to ride it. I would love to ride it. I'll take it. But would I spend my own money on a KX450? Probably not. We'll get into those reasons why. So this podcast will be about things that you may already know and some things that you may not, maybe you don't know. But what this podcast is going to be mostly about is if it's the right bike for you. So Let's get down to that question. What kind of fucking machine, God, I said F, what kind of machine, (laughs) I'm passionate about this question because I get it a lot, is this bike? Who is this bike for? So if you're a vet guy, I, I say this about the KTM as well, and I mentioned this in the video. If you're a KTM uh, rider, or maybe you're just, I'm thinking about a 450 and I'm on the fence because I don't want that much power. The Kawasaki's power delivery isn't that strong to warrant you to be like, I'm worried I'm going to get whiskey throttle, I'm going to get tired in two laps. It's not that kind of power. It's snappy down low, but then it's really long and linear. Um, You can fix that snap down low with uh, a different map, what we call the Cha map, which is Mike Chavez, which he's a representative of Kawasaki, which was back in the day, which was Damon Bradshaw's mechanic. Uh, He created a map a couple years ago that really helps – um, kill that 0 to 10% uh, hit down low, and then just broadens everything up, out, you know, torquey, meaty, and then just pulls a little bit farther. That map is really good if you want to keep your bike stock, and it doesn't hurt the reliability. So if you're worried about fatigue or having too much motorcycle, 
I don't think the KX is too much motorcycle. Would you guys email me and say, which bike is right for me? Uh, Kiefer, what about a, a Kawasaki or a Yamaha? I'm just getting back into it. I haven't been around the sport in a long time. I'm 200 pounds. Um, I'm going to direct you to a Kawasaki because it's not as intimidating as a Yamaha YZ450. Yamaha YZ450 hits hard. It's it's gnarly engine. Sure, you can tune it out, the Yamaha Power Tuner, but you can tune some things, you know, most things um, out or in with the Kawasaki calibration uh, FI tool. Yes, you guys are going to be sitting there screaming at me through the radio. Yeah, it doesn't come with the bike. You have to purchase it, 500 bucks. And then when you do pers- purchase the calibration tool, you got to buy the sub-harness as well. So just know that. If you guys purchase the tool, make sure you get the sub-harness because it's two separate pieces. Don't get me started. I do not know why. You can email Kawasaki and yell at them. But, dude, you can do a lot with that tuner. And uh, I've experienced that with Mike Chavez on these test days. And that is the map I stick with through year-round when I have this bike. The Chavez map. You can find that over on keyforinktesting.com. Just search it on my search bar and it'll pop up and you can just install that. So the engine is long, linear. Um, once you get rid of that herky-jerky 0 to 10%, um, it's a very easy-to-ride, fun bike, um, for me at least. Right now, I'm just coming off a knee injury. I'm not in the best shape, and it's I can ride this longer than I can a Yamaha or a Honda. So there is that. That is a, a positive for me on this K- KX450. Another positive for me, chassis feel straight-line stability. It's hard to beat the absorption, and it's difficult for me to try to translate that into words to you through your speakers because the absorption of a frame is very important. Let's take the Honda you know, for another example. The Honda, uh, when you hit a bump, okay, there are two things. When you hit a bump straight away, like you're down a straightaway, you hit a square, you hit, hit that first braking bump, that initial jolt or shock, that energy that's coming up through you, that is what the Kawasaki does really well. You hit the same bump on the Cowie versus the Honda. You just get less energy up towards your feet through your body than you do the Honda. The Honda has a firmer feel and possibly less wallowy, but it takes some strength to hit that bump the same speed as you do the Cowie on the Honda because you need some of that strength because it's a stiffer feel. This Cowie, man... It deadens a lot of the imperfections of the track. There is some uh, negative feedback from that as well. It's like when you have that that great straight line stability, you have that nice shock feel, right, from the frame. It's, it's soft. It's supple. Um, it deadens that uh, harshness, right, from the Kawasaki. It's going to turn a little bit slower, and it's going to react a little bit slower. The Honda corners faster you get in in and out it feels lighter in the corner the kawasaki still does feel long to me i sometimes i feel like i'm towing a trailer um there's ways to help that along but overall west coast style uh it's a great bike if i was racing off-road gnc i'm sorry off-road west coast works racing big six things like that that would be my choice i would pick a kawasaki because Long race, easy to ride motor. Long race, rough race, nice absorption from the chassis. Awesome. 
So there's positives right there. So for me, a lot of these other manufacturers are trying to mimic or chase the Kawasaki brand and how they um, they they form their frame and how's that energy coming up through the rider. For years, I've been part of tests through manufacturers. I've been like, hey, man, uh, we've had three or four bikes to test, and one of them would be the Kawasaki to, to see which way we need to go, and the Kawasaki frame would be a point of interest in a lot of these tests because it's so the energy absorption um, is so good on this thing. So that hasn't changed. 2022, 2021 bike, great absorption. I've turned some guys from Honda to a Kawasaki that just getting worn out and just saying, hey, man, I can't hang on to this thing. What do I do? I say, go buy a Kawasaki, man. You can try to turn your Honda into uh, a more a stable bike, but it's just you'll get a little bit better, but it's not going to be a Kawasaki. If you're looking for more comfort, better straight line, and maybe a little less cornering, um, ease of cornering, Kawasaki is your bike. And that's why a lot of vet guys ride this bike. Um, a lot of GP guys ride this bike. And let's face it, in amateur racing, Team Green, uh, the whole support system, the amateur contingency is great. You go to Loretta's, fucking all kinds of Kawasaki's. It's green. It's There's a ton of green. So there's reasons. The bike is good, and you have a lot of support, dealer support. So there's a lot, all that tied in behind it. Uh, the Showa suspension, soft in the front, nothing new here. You guys know this. So sticking a 5.2 fork spring in one side, going that makes it a 5.1, right? Uh, that helps, holds it up. Gary, my buddy, didn't like it as much, which was surprising, but he is a rear-end steering rider. So he's more on the back, I'm more on the front, so I need a little bit more hold-up off-throttle. So that Band-Aid, if you don't want to spend any more money, does really work. And then you can um, use your clickers to adjust, but simply dropping a 5-2 spring in either the left or the right side of your fork brings that rate to a 5-1, and it does help bring it up a little bit and gets the balance of the bike better off-throttle, plain and simple. Um this is no no big secret. A lot of other media outlets do this. Uh, Kawasaki has done this for all of us when we try it, and it does work. Um, I've tried a 5.2 in both, just went to a 5.2, and it was just a little bit too much for me. But I would think um, guys like my buddy uh, Matt Servox, 200 pounds, Gary, I think could use a 5.2 spring and back off the compression or a little less low speed on the fork, and that would help them as well. This really, doing this spring rate change, dropping a 5.2 in one fork, making it a 5.1, really helps the ride attitude of the bike when you're trying to enter a corner. And it actually helps the bike corner better. So I'm 170 pounds, not a super aggressive rider, but entering corners, it balances it out, gets a little bit less uh, nose heavy, and flattens the bike out. And for me, it gives me better traction when I'm trying to roll ruts. So there is that, there is that option. It's cheaper. All you guys are looking for cheap ways, maybe you don't want to spend $1,000 on valving, try that move first. It's relatively inexpensive, getting a set of springs, dropping it in there, keeping the same oil height, all of that, and just simply dropping that in there, and that does help. So um, that has not changed as well in 22. The shock is pretty damn good. It's a little firm compared to the fork, so there is that. So uh, for me, I backed off the high speed in eighth turn, ran a, a sag about 104 I tried 103, and it was too high in the rear. went to 104, and it was good. Gary ran as much as 108, and he even liked it more. Again, rear and steering guy. So find that balance, and when you do, the, the bike works well at 
at many different tracks. The track toughness of this bike is very good. Uh, I like that I can have a setting, go to a different track, go to a tight track, works well. Uh, I can simply raise the fork up. Um, today I was at flush at Glen Helen. I can go up to two to three millimeters at a tight track, and I'm good. Leave the sag at 104, and I'm happy with it, and, and it performs nicely. So track toughness on the Kawasaki is good. Thanks for hanging tough on these commercials. We're about to enter them. That's right, entering the commercial zone. Don't fast forward. Relax. Relax. Listen to these. Get some uh, discount codes. Enjoy them. Uh, and We're going to put some new commercials up soon. But nonetheless, get some discount codes. Support these guys. They support us. Great people. We'll be right back with the show. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper 8 and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper 8 and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is, they even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. 
Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy. So go check them out. ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KeeferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfring testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years. Dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keeferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris. Hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right. They're in Oregon. Powermotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with david sibley that's right david sibley at power motorsports he knows the drill he knows key ink testing gives the best deals possible and so do power motorsports hit him up powermotorsports.com we're back thank you for hanging tough that wasn't so bad was it gosh wasn't even that long back with the show 2022 kx450 uh the hydraulic clutch and I, and I go back and forth on this a little bit. The Honda and the Kawasaki both use Nissan systems, but they feel different. Um, I feel like the Honda is a little bit more on-off feeling than the Cowie. The Honda Nissan is better than the Brembo, I feel. Um, but the Cowie is just a little bit more linear, has a little bit uh, more engagement. I can feel it better, more cable-like for me. So I do like the clutch actuation on the Cowie more than the Honda, but I hate the fucking lever. The The brake and clutch lever are horrible. Uh, I can't stand it. I get a, a callus slash blister on my one finger. Uh, Bob over at ARC, he makes a whole system, not just levers, but he actually makes a whole uh, complete clutch um, hydraulic system that really dials in the bike like i've just recently ridden with this and it was pretty amazing and i want to put this up on my site soon but uh a longer throw linear feel and easier to pull in clutch because i feel like the clutch pull is a little bit tough for me on this kawasaki so what i call him you know the the brain wizard over there bob at arc he has all man he's got so much shit you can make adjustments and i can lose my mind so i just said hey Give me what you think would work. And I tried it, and it was really good. 
So if you want a little bit more linear pull, and actually it, it affects your power, you want a little bit smoother power delivery out of corners, using this Cha map, this, this Bob ARC hydraulic clutch that he made um, is really good. So you can try that if you're looking for something. It's a little pricey, and it's a little, uh, I'm not going to say it's a beautiful part, it's a little bit different, a little bit taller. You know, it's definitely not as Sano looking as the, the Nissan stock unit, but it to me it works better than the stock one. Um, Kawasaki does still slip under load, heavy load. If so, heavy abuse, I will get some slippage on a Kawasaki. I haven't had a clutch plate break uh, on a 21 or a 22 lately. Um, I did have one break in 2020, uh, but, you know, so far so good. Uh, they changed that in 21. Uh, it still fades a little bit for me under load. It, it, if I'm really hard on the clutch, it's hot out, and I'm coming out of a corner under load squatting, I will feel that lever move a little bit. And so uh, there's ways to get around it. Like I said, you can go to Henson. You can get this uh, whole hydraulic clutch system from Bob. That actually completely removes all of that and you will not feel that and it's it's a strong system so um there's things that you can do aftermarket that will help that ergonomically uh i also said this in the racer x vid it feels like a honda the ergonomics is wonderful i get on it i feel at home that rental bar is nice i'm not a fan of the flex character of the rental bar sorry paul but uh the, the, the bend itself is nice. I like the adjustability of a Kawasaki. You can move the mounts, which I do not in the, in the bars. I, I leave those stock. But I have tried dropping um, or moving the pegs uh, five millimeters, and that does help my six-foot frame. I do like that. So I like to give you adjustability. I wish more companies would give you the peg adjustment um, features that Kawasaki does. So uh, kudos to the guys at Kawasaki for doing that. Uh, gearing overall drivetrain for me is fine. Um, sure, you can do the Jody if you want to get in third gear sooner, but I feel like second gear pulls really good and it pulls far. And third gear, you can shift early, and yeah, it's not really that lively, but it will pull it unless you're in very, very deep dirt. So um, there's something to be said about that stock, ugly KX450 muffler. <sighs> I'm torn here because uh, for me... It's it's an atrocious bazooka, right? But it works so good. Yeah, I went to an FMF, and you can read these tests that I did, Pro Circuit, and then although they do shift the power around, and they're pretty good, that you put that stock one back on, and it's just I feel like there's more connection with that stock muffler. If they could just pretty that thing up a little bit, they, they, can, they have a makeover on that muffler and get the, the same results, I feel like that would be huge. A lot of you guys go simply to aftermarket mufflers, and, and look, I love FMF. I, I've had great luck with Akrapovich and Pro Circuit, uh, but I'm not. Fifty percent of the time, you don't need an aftermarket muffler for power. If you want to drop some weight, sure. If you you think it's ugly, sure, I get it. But there's a lot of development in a stock muffler. I've said this on podcasts before. Uh, it just happens that the KX1 is super ugly and it works really well, so you're kind of stuck. So like I said, it's like having a um, a chick that maybe isn't so hot. She's not that hot, but she's super cool and lets you do what you want to do and, and everything works out and your life is smooth and it works well. Well, that's kind of like what the KX450 muffler is. It's like that chick that's maybe not so hot, but she's super cool 
performs well, and you get along with her. So um, Kawasaki, hopefully in 2023, um, we will see something new. Hopefully we'll see something new before then, but maybe uh, 23 we'll see uh, a different stock muffler. So you you never know. Um, so, okay, so if you guys want to, um, like I said, in the suspension realm of things, you want to get a little bit more hold up, go to the 5.1. I even went to the five one setting up in the fork, went in plus two, and I like that setting. Uh, backed out high speed on the shock an eighth, and that was a, a happy for me a happy setting at, at several different tracks that I've rode with this year. Today, that's what I did at Glen Helen, and it worked it worked well. So there is some things. Um, so you guys out there are wondering if I should buy this bike. Look at durability. I'm not going to sit here and say durability is Kawasaki's forte. Fasteners is not Kawasaki's forte. You take care of it. If you're meticulous with your machine, it will last you. If you're a little bit like me that likes to ride a lot and and does maintenance, um, I'm not going to say sparingly. I do maintenance, but I'm not always on top of my bike, right? I'm not in it every single day. I, I ride more than I work on it, right? If you're like me, I don't think the Kawasaki is the right purchase for me. But like I said, some of you guys spend nine grand on a motorcycle and you wash it with care, you, you grease things, you you check over all your fasteners, you're really meticulous. There's nothing wrong with the Kawasaki. It'll be fine. But if you li- neglect it for a little bit of time, shit will start falling out. Fasteners will fall out. Uh... Things will break. Plastic will will crack. Um, It's just not the build quality of a Honda, KTM, or even a Yamaha. Um, That's not to say it won't last you because I've had this bike, you know, 50 hours, and it's been fine. Last year's bike I had more time on it, and and it was good. Um, I've had a crank go out in one of mine before, uh, but that's been a while. Uh, You keep good oil in it, fresh oil, and you're on top of it. I don't see why it would be a, a huge issue, but I, I mean, I do, <laughs> I do got to call a spade a spade. I got, I mean, if it's, uh, I've had bad luck on some things uh, with the Kawasaki. The chain sliders and the guides are still not great. Uh, the chain, the stock chain, which you know, I know you guys probably don't give a shit about that, but it's not great. Um, there's just not quality, quality parts on this bike. Um, it does feel light. I will tell you that. The way this bike is built and where the chassis is and how the engine uh, power is delivered, it does feel light on the track. It does feel long, but overall whipping it and doing things, it does feel light. The grips are horrible. I'm usually not a really, uh, I don't gripe about stock grips, but the compound that Kawasaki uses is is atrocious. They vulcanize the the throttle, the grip on the throttle side. Uh, Just, you got to go buy a throttle tube. So... If you're picking up your new cow and you want new grips, just buy a throttle tube while you're there or an aftermarket one. Go to Works Connection, get a throttle tube. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it because if you're trying to, uh, <laughs> you forget all about this when you get your cow and you go to change your grips, you're going to be cursing. You're going to be cursing Kawasaki in the garage because those things do not come off. If you change your bars or whatever, it's just a nightmare. So do yourself a favor and um, get a throttle tube. Also, do yourself a favor and bleed your brakes on your new Kawasaki. It's another thing I noticed about Kawasaki is that I have to bleed these brakes 
when I get it. For whatever reason, I don't know if there's air in the line from assembly, but once you bleed them, the brake is really good. The front brake is really nice. Uh, stock form, you feel like it's a little spongy, just bleed it. Uh, bleed it, put a little bit of fresh oil in there, and it's really good. So I like the rear brake. I'm glad they went down a size a couple years ago and got rid of that bigger rotor. Uh, it helps squeaking. It's less grabby, and I, and I like that feature. So for me, um, that is a plus. So overall, this bike is built for the guy that's n- that is a little bit out of shape, um, hasn't been around in a while, wants a smooth 450 motor, or is an off-road slash GP guy. Or, you know, just simply wants to have fun and have a solid bike underneath him to get him to point A to point B on the track in a safe manner. This is what this bike does. It does everything pretty stable. There's not any kind of um, quick reaction from the chassis. So it's stable. It's safe. And if that's the key thing for you is to be riding your dirt bike, have a smile, get back home to your family safely, the Kawasaki is that. That's what the Kawasaki is, to me at least. So I'll share that with you guys. Um, again, uh, would I buy one? No, because I'm a little bit different. I want to go race. I want a little bit more of a, a faster engine. Uh, I like um, I like a KYB fork a little bit more than a Showa fork. Showa has a different feel than a KYB to me. Showa has a little bit... Uh, of a slower action, a little bit more performance-based feel. A KYB has a little bit more comfort, moves a little bit more in the stroke, and I prefer that for me where I live at least on the West Coast because we have a lot of the small bumps around here. So um, I've tried Showa stuff on East Coast on big um, big bumps, and it worked really good. So it's all about setup. It's all about what you want. Um, and the Kawasaki does a lot of great things. It, it won shootouts. So it's a great bike. So I just want to let you guys know that sometimes manufacturers don't need to change things every other year. Just give these guys a break. They're probably working on a new bike in 23, and if it's not all new, it'll be some parts that'll be new. If it's a good bike, don't hate on it. Let them let it live for a little bit. Like um, 21, 22 Kawasaki KX450 is a good bike. It won a lot of shootouts. It's okay to buy it. If you maybe find a 21 that's left over for even less money than a 22, holy shit, let's ride dirt bikes and not spend a lot of money if that's what you want. Let's do that. That's great. We don't need new technology all the freaking time. People are freaking out. Oh, it's not new. Who cares? This bike is great. It's a lot of good features in this bike. Um, look for more settings. I want to try to update some things. I'm going to try um, a different link. On this bike here pretty soon. I've tried some links before, but I got another link to try with different um, different diameters. So a little bit of a, a different uh, curve on the knuckle and the rod. So uh, I'm going to try that. We'll get that up on keyforinktesting.com. Um, mufflers, I don't think there's anything different out there. You guys can see that over on keyforinktesting.com. I'm not really keen on building an engine on this. I tried a Vortex ECU. You can check that out. That does help a little bit. Um, But I will say this. Out of all the Vortex ECUs that I've tried that I've really praised, the Kawasaki reacts the least to it. So the stock box is pretty damn good. You can do a lot of things with that calibration tuner. Um, We tried a Chavez Smooth Map. So I thought this one's interesting about the couplers. You You have your bike. You have your three couplers. 
you got your calibration tool, you punch the chaw map in your white coupler, right? So now the white coupler has that chaw map to it. You can unplug that, stick a black coupler in it, put the chaw smooth map in it, and now you have two different couplers you can just put in, put out at the track, wham, bam, boom. It's done. So it's like having two maps. No, it's not a map switch. I get it's not as easy as just pushing a button on a map, but it's not that difficult. And I don't know how many times I've actually changed maps while I'm riding or pulled off the track and changed maps. I'm either in a map the whole moto or I'll change the map before I go out later in the day for the PM session. I'm very rarely just switching maps while I ride. Just It just doesn't happen. So for you guys saying, oh, it's a, it's a pain in the ass, it's really not. The coupler is swapping them out. If you have the calibration tool, you, you calibrate each coupler for what type of riding you want or the hit or the engine character. It's very, very simple. And the calibration tool I found out today goes back to as far as a 2009 KX450 and a 2011 KX250. So you have any of those bikes in that year, that calibration tool can change your ECU tune. So if your buddy has one and you have an older bike, bum it off him. Change some shit. Try some different things. You want a little bit more hit, less hit, uh, more pull. Uh, that calibration tool is really cool. And they're not going to give you enough leeway to really freak up your bike. They're not going to do that. So don't be scared to change some things uh, around on those grids. So it's, it's a fun thing to do. Uh, it doesn't take much to, to do. I mean, I'm an older guy, and I'm not that tech savvy, and I can do it. So... Uh, yeah, it's it's a nice thing to have. It's a little expendy, expendy. <laughs> but uh, if you got a buddy that has one, bum it off him. It works, works well. Um, you can always go to keyforingtesting.com and uh, just browse around for Kawasaki stuff. We're we're working on. Hey, I didn't tell you guys this. So several years ago, I was working on an app. If you guys remember this, if you guys are old school listeners, well, that app was really going to be bitching. And I gave a lot of that information to a web guy to build me one, and he ghosted me. Took a lot of my information, my things that I've written down. Um, and back then when I started Kiefer Inc., I had a lot of things in Bibles, like in notes and notepads, and I gave him those notepads saying, okay, this is where we need to do uh, settings, clicker settings, oil levels. All these things that I had uh, are now missing. So then I had to go... Research. So that's another thing I'm doing on my off times. I'm researching and trying to build a newer website. So I'm going to try to incorporate a new website here within the next, I don't know, eight to ten months. And I have an, a newer web guy that's uh, not going to ghost me. And we're going to change up the website a little bit, give you some more, um, uh, I guess, have it more interactive for you, a little bit easier for you. Because, you know, let's face it, us dirt bike guys aren't the smartest people in the world, <laughs> at least most of us. And uh, having an easy-to-use website is key. I know some of you guys are complaining about the website. It's easy for me because I'm used to it, but I know there is some things, hidden things in there that you guys don't see. When you click on bikes, um, you do have to click the plus sign on my on my website for the motocross version or off-road side, whatever you want. Um, but we're going to streamline that, make it a little bit easier, break bikes down into um, categories on the website, um, have standard settings, have recommended settings. So... A little bit more interactive, a little bit a better feature, more testing-based, you know, because that's what we do here. So uh, we're working on that. That's exciting for me. Uh, I can't wait to see. I've seen a couple things from the guy that it's, what it's going to look like, and it, it's going to look cool. 
And uh, yeah, we just gotta keep evolving. It's just it's a tough thing owning a business. Man, it's tough. Didn't know. I thought it was gonna be fun, right? Leave dirt rider, Kiefer. Let's just ride dirt bikes and tell people about it. And then it just went into something else. And man, it's gnarly. So all you uh, business owners out there, I give you a shit ton of credit. It is no joke um, to run a business. And uh, for me, I still love to ride dirt bikes, right? So it's tough for me to do all that and enjoy riding on my own time. Otherwise, I'm just out there, you know, riding for work. Uh, got my kid wants to ride, so yeah, it's it's a whole thing, right? So, uh, thank you guys for joining us. I appreciate it. it's a short show, not that much to talk about that you don't already know about this bike. But as always, you know, if I didn't cover something here, which is highly possible, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com is an email. Um, you want to just write me a nice email, say, hey man. Uh, you forgot about this. What about this? I will happy to. I'm happy to email. That's the benefit of having uh, Kiefer Inc. testing around. You can email us, and we actually get back to you and give you some answers, hopefully. And if I don't have an answer, I'll just say I don't know. But make the questions good. Do some research. Head over to my site. Look around because there is a lot of things in there. And if you don't find it, go to the search bar and punch in what you're looking for, and hopefully that search bar will help you out. Can't believe how many of you guys ask me things on email that is just sitting right there. And I just, if here, here's a tip. If you ask me on an email something and all I do is send you a link back, you know you fucked up. You know you fucked up. Because if I just send you a link, here it is, boom, you could have did it yourself. Not that hard. Unless you don't listen to the show. There's a lot of you guys don't listen to the show and they just go onto my website. So I guess there's that. So. I guess it really doesn't do shit. <laughs> I crack myself up in here. I'm solo in the studio, and I crack myself up. It's it's awesome. All right, guys. Thank you for joining. We'll be back next week. God, we have Yamaha YZ250 show, YZ450, uh, Honda 450, and we're going to revisit uh, the 250R Honda. And we got two strokes. Holy hell. I do. I just got a call from KTM. They want to send me some two strokes, so we're going to do that. We're going to do some FC 250s, and then we're going to plan shootouts. We're going to figure all that shit out, too. So stay tuned. Go to KieferInkTesting.com, RacerXOnline.com, PulpMX.com. We're spread around here, people. We're here for you. We're here for you. Be good to each other. Be nice. Support our advertisers. It helps us out a lot. And, uh, man, uh, I appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you guys for coming to me to the track, talking to me, um, shaking my hand. Just tell me you appreciate what we're doing. And, man, I really love to hear it. It makes me believe in what we're trying to do here. And uh, for me, that's first and foremost is helping people. And, uh, yeah, making money is always good and dandy. But, man, I just want to help you guys out and get you guys uh, that that smile that is always underneath that helmet, right? Did that today. It's, it's a good time. So stay safe. See you guys next week.